So Olivia, and Jordan, and Eli, you have presented yourselves for the sacrament of confirmation. And that is to become a fully initiated disciple of Jesus Christ in our church. So we pray for you during this Mass in a special way that you may continue to grow in faith and to be a sign of Christ to all. So let us enter into the readings today. And we hear first in the Book of Wisdom, and they're going to be receiving the, the grace of wisdom, the gift of the Holy Spirit, that it's really about the wisdom of God rather than the wisdom of the world that is inviting us into relationship with Jesus Christ. And then we hear in St. Paul's letter to Philemon that he's sending back Onesimus, who was a slave of Philemon. And Onesimus has, of course, accepted the faith and has been walking with Paul in discipleship. And Paul is saying to Philemon, receive him now, not as a slave, but as a brother in Christ. And that's really who we're called to be in terms of disciples of Jesus Christ. And the invitation we have to be in love with Christ, to really be in love with him. Because the gospel today from St. Luke is really one that's hard to take unless we're in love with Jesus Christ. Because he says, a person that does not take up his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. And also, a person that does not renounce all their possessions cannot be my disciple. And that gives us pause in a big way, big way, because it's, it states that it's really about God's love all the time and God loving us all the time and us experiencing God's love. Well, there's a lot of ways that, that uh, we can encounter Jesus Christ. And each of you actually have had a number of different ways in which Christ has spoken to you and Christ's love has been expressed to you. So children, your parents right now that are with you or your grandparents or your guardians, whatever they may be, they are people that have expressed Christ's love to you. So this morning, if you are here uh, as our kids, if you'll turn to your parents, your grandparents and say to them, I love you and God loves you. So, kids? And if your kids are not here, parents, say also to them, to yourself, I love you and God loves you. So, parents? Amen. We're getting some love moving around here. That's a good time. Very good. That's what homecoming's about in the end, you know? So, each of us is really called into that special relationship with Jesus Christ of love, in which we experience his love and we share his love. And it can happen in a lot of different ways. Uh, uh, and obviously, one of the ways for you, those of you that are in the sacrament of marriage is to really share the love of Jesus Christ with your husband or wife. In the end, uh, Jesus is telling us that the person that needs to be first in our lives is God. That's the first person. And if you're married, the second person is your spouse. 
And then if you have children, that's the third person. And of course, the church is next in the whole experience of God's love. In each of us, our lives, though, we do know there are different moments in which Jesus invites us into love, when some of which are not easy. Uh, I shared with you, I think, uh, the last time I was here, the last homecoming, that my time in the hospital was really one in which I was really uh, uh, faced with, okay, Lord, what do you want? And that was right after I was called to be your bishop, but right before I was to be ordained your bishop. I ended up in the hospital for a month, lost 30 pounds, couldn't eat. It was really bad. It was terrible, actually. And the question for me, though, in the hospital bed was, how much do I love Jesus? And am I willing to give up everything for him? And that's part of the invitation to us. Same thing. And obviously, Jesus said, I want you to be the Bishop of Biloxi and therefore you're on this side of the grass and I also want you to love the people love the people of the church very much so and Jesus in a very real world does the same thing for us so we may have had moments of suffering or moments of disappointment or moments of struggle and all of those are really invitations calling us into relationship and saying to us what is our possession it's really God really God that's what needs to be number one and we bring our spouse to God to Jesus that's what marriage in the end is about so when you get to the gates of heaven and you say ah here's my spouse Lord I got him here I got her here okay and the same with the family that as disciples we are called to be a witness of Jesus Christ to our family, no matter what's taking place. Um, and in that way, with Christ, we take up our cross with him. In that way, we share in a real way of him dying on the cross for us and for our sins to cleanse us and enable us to experience the resurrection that in the end, death has no more power over us. It's about living with Jesus forever. That's number one, that's number one. And that's where our family comes in, our work, our parish, everything, our world. These three young people are seeking the sacrament of confirmation. And so they're asking the church for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, in a very real way, the tongues of fire are already over them. But for each of us that have received confirmation, the same thing is true. The tongues of fire are here for us to be open to. And to let the tongues of fire bring the gifts of spirit upon us. So the wisdom of God, rather than the wisdom of the world, the understanding of God, and the understanding of how the world is really meant to work, rather than the understanding of the world and God's knowledge in our lives saying that God's love is really at the center of everything and it's not about just me and self and selfishness it's about selflessness and with that knowledge and understanding to experience the counsel of God in our lives 
And the way that takes place is in prayer, in the Word of God, in the Eucharist, and in each of the sacraments of the church. And then as we experience the love of God in our marriage, or we experience the love of God in our family, or we experience the love of God in any of our relationships. And then to have the fortitude and the strength to speak as disciples, to be able to witness to the love of Jesus Christ that he's alive in our lives, that he loves us and we want to share his love with everyone we meet. And then to have that spirit of piety, which means we are a people of prayer. We are a people of the Word of God. We are a people of the Eucharist, who as we approach the altar and receive his body and his blood, we experience Jesus on the cross for us, Jesus risen from the dead for us, and Jesus in heaven, get experience of heaven. And then finally, the gift of the fear of the Lord, that we are creatures of God in God's hands, and that we are called in a very special way in relationship with our Creator. So I'll ask, uh, you're going to need your cards. So Olivia, Jordan, Eli, please stand. And so, what gifts of the Holy Spirit are you praying for? So we pray for you that uh, those gifts of the Holy Spirit will truly come upon you and that filled with the Holy Spirit you may be disciples who take up your cross and who lay all your possessions aside and accept Jesus completely in your hearts, in your lives, no matter which way your lives go in a special way.